Welcome to the podcast once again. This was from the book of Acts uh, chapter 1 called To Do and to Teach. This is a three-part series on comparison between Jesus, Paul, and our mandate as Christians to preach the gospel, defend the truth, and beware of wolves. So grab a Bible and enjoy. People get so preoccupied with the world and what the world's ways and what the world's doing and economy and COVID and things and these things, yes, of course they affect us, yes. But much like when you are on a plane and they're giving you the safety instructions and they say, if there's an emergency, attach your own mask first and then those that you're looking after, the women and children and elderly, the weaker vessel that you're with, we can't help the world if we can't get our own act together. You can preach the gospel uh, until you're blue in the face, but if you're not living it, you, you know there were people that came before Jesus that claimed to be like him. Many, many. Scripture says the Sanhedrin said, look, there were many like him before and many after. But if it's God, I don't want to be known for getting in the way. Yet Christ was crucified. Yet the apostles were flogged and crucified uh, and, and, and killed and persecuted and murdered. Paul didn't know what, what was awaiting him in Jerusalem. So his departure, his last words were, and I know this may not be the, the cheeriest of, of sessions that we've had, but this is a serious, serious thing. Verse 36, and when he had said these things, he knelt down and prayed with them all. Then they all wept freely and fell on Paul's neck and kissed him, sorrowing most of all for the words which he spoke, that they would see his face no more. Sound familiar? Jesus, no, don't go. It's imperative that I go. I must go. Our helper is coming. And Jesus said to his disciples so many things that they probably didn't understand. And, and we know they didn't understand. Scripture says we didn't understand. So who are we when God asks us to do something and he shows us in Scripture, shows us an example, and we go, well, some things we don't know which are to come. But from this passage here, in 2021, it's rampant. Religious are crucifying true believers and Theophilus everywhere. It's not the world. It's, it's others that claim to be in Christ. It's others that claim to be for God. I'm not going to go into how many different uh, branches or, you know, divisions of religions there are within even the christian faith that believe that jesus christ died for their sins there's so many why they've only increased since paul's time when paul said this i i would dare say he had we would he would have no idea about Je jehovah's witnesses and mormons and then all of, all the different fractures of branches you know <laughs> They were just dealing with the ones that believed in the resurrection and spiritual things, and then the ones that didn't. And then they had the zealots, 
and the followers of the way. You know, those are the main people. And they and you could group them into two. The the, the Sanhedrin was the Sadducees and Pharisees, uh, Sadducees and Pharisees, and then you had the followers of the way and the zealots, which were like, yeah, Jesus, let's kill for him. And then the, the followers of the way, yeah, Jesus, let's die for him. Imagine what Paul would, would say, <laughs> look around and go, what the first church of the Baptist, Pena, Anglo, Saxton, North Ave, Fifth Avenue, Korean chapter of the Holy Trinity. What is this church? What is this? He spoke to churches and regions. Verse 36, and when he said these things, he knelt down and prayed with them all. This should spur us to prayer. This should spur us to observing what has been done by the heroes of faith before us. What is being done around us. Listening to the teaching. Listening to proper doctrine. Giving ourselves to prayer. And they all wept freely and fell on Paul's neck and kissed him. And dare I say, we also need to weep freely in the presence and at the foot of the cross and kiss the feet of Jesus, much like Mary Magdalene. Sorrowing most of all for the words which he had spoke. You know, to, to, to partake in the glory, you have to partake in the sufferings. Paul said that I may know the sufferings of Christ more, that I may know Christ more. You have to do it. We can't just leave it as it's more blessed to give than to receive. What does that look like? Paul said, I've been with you three years and you know, you know. And this was, it was, this was one. But you have a feeling that this was the special one. This was the special home group. <laughs> this was the special place. It would have been very, very hard to leave. Sorrowing most of all for the words which he spoke, that they would see his face no more, and they accompanied him to the ship. Um, much like when Jesus was uh, transfigured on the mount, the disciples went with him. Let's follow Jesus to the, to the, to the last letter. <laughs> Let's fall at his feet. Let's accompany him to carry our cross daily and give him our lives. See, we don't need to defend the gospel. I'll end with this analogy. You just have a gun and point it. You don't defend the gun. The gun defends you. The Bible, the word of God, Jesus is the canon. It's literally called the canon. We just stand behind it. We stand behind it. You preach the gospel. Defend the truth. Preach the gospel. Defend the truth. And you defend the truth from those wolves, from those savage wolves, the false teachers. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for your word. We thank you that your word is yes and amen. We thank you that your word is truth. Thank you, Lord, that um, for the, the Pauls and the Timothys and the um, Esthers and Mordecais and for the mother and father figures whom Jesus said to Mary and pointed 
this is, this is your son now. We thank you that you leave us with people in our lives to both to learn from and to do life with. But as people come and go in our lives, Lord God, we know that you will never leave us nor forsake us. And you've given us a blueprint in your life, in your word, in your scripture. And I pray that much like Paul was being bound in the spirit, wherever it is that we are headed, whether we are going in through a valley to go to the green pastures, or we go through a storm to get to the still waters, that you are with us and you will never leave us nor forsake us. And we don't know what's ahead, but we know that you love us and you are the good shepherd. We ask that you bless the rest of the day and open the eyes of our understanding to see those blessings and receive them and teach them to others in Jesus' mighty name. Thanks for listening to that recording of Jesus, Paul, and the Wolves. Our main text was from Acts chapter 1 and Acts chapter 20. That was the third part in our three-part series. If you missed the other two, please go back and listen to those. And if you haven't, go ahead and subscribe, give us a like, and rate us on your favorite podcast station.